Good evening, everyone. Hello, Evans. Evans. During the Evans season, uh, we have heard uh, from the book of the prophet Isaiah, and a part of his message, uh, as I've been telling the folks, uh, all of you, was uh, perseverance and hope. And uh, the prophet talked about the coming of a very special child. And uh, in my studies uh, in the seminary and as I continue to study, it is not clear uh, to me and to the scripture scholars of Isaiah knew how special that child would be uh, or when the child would come. Through the lens of Christianity, we know the who and the when. The second reading and the gospel reveal thy identity. In fact, uh, if you will, the double identity of this child. Often, uh, no prophecy is fully understood until it has come to fulfillment. Both St. Paul and St. Matthew, the evangelists, are clear that it is this person named Jesus Christ. He is the son of David, which also means the son of man. He is the son of Mary. He is the son of God. The son of David uh, this was so because of Joseph, his legal father. Remember, he is the foster father. And Joseph was descended from the line of David. He actually had royal lineage, even though he was a humble and poor carpenter. And David is one of the great figures of the Old Testament. He succeeded Saul as the king of Israel. The prophecy that had been spoken uh, spoke of an anointed one from David's line who would come to save his people. To say that Jesus came from the line of David was necessary because of this prophecy. And it was a very great thing, of course. But Jesus is more than that. He has another infinitely greater identity. He is the Son of God. He is Emmanuel, which means, as we were told, God with us. Thus, he is not just the son of David, but also the son of God. And because of this, he is able to save his people from their sins, for only God can do such things. The second identity of Jesus was something which was gradually revealed and gradually understood. It was only after he had been raised from the dead that he was accepted as the Lord. The second reading tells us this. St. Paul, Jesus himself said this identity could not be recognized unless it was revealed uh, by the Father. It is, in fact, a matter of faith, which uh, is gift from God. And, uh, we believe in the twofold identity of Jesus. He is son of David and Son of God, fully human and fully divine. It is a mystery. It is through the lens of faith that we can only begin to understand this. For a great many people of this world, it is too much. It is too hard to believe. But my friends, when we think about it in a very simple way, we could say that we too have a double identity. 
as children of your parents, you are human beings. <laughs> Is there anyone here not a human being? <laughs> if you are not, come and talk to me after Mass, because I'll be very curious about that. But as children of our parents, then we are human. It means we have a human dignity about us. But through Jesus Christ, we have become the very children of God. The technical term is the adopted children, which means we have a divine dignity also. Again, this is a matter of faith to accept. Christmas fast approaches us. It recalls the greatest event in human history, the incarnation, when God's only begotten Son, God, came down on earth to confer on us the dignity that belongs to us as his children. Christmas is a time that is also about all of us then, too. <laughs> the world is hungering for peace, for love, world needs good news. The best news is brought by the angels those, and given to the shepherds. Behold, the angel says, I bring good news of great joy for everyone. A Savior is born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Let us open our hearts to receive this good news over and over and over again. And have the grace and courage to share the good news with others. Christmas that comes should fill our hearts with joy and hope as we in faith recognize uh, in Christ the revelation of God's deep love for us. My friends, during the Advent season, we have uh, given honor to Mary as the woman designated to be the very vessel for which the incarnation would happen. We have honored St. John the Baptizer the precursor to our Lord, the one who would announce, there he is, the Lamb of God. And this evening we uh, hear about Joseph. Joseph could not believe Mary was unfaithful. And yet the physical evidence seems to indicate it. And we're told this man who was righteous decided he wanted no shame to come upon his betrothed, so he would take her elsewhere in great kindness. Because to publicly expose Mary would bring shame and grace to her and her family. As a matter of fact, she would be stoned because of it. Likewise, should it be discovered that Joseph was not the father, he would bring shame to his own family name. This is something we don't talk about often with Joseph. After much, which I would presume agonizing and soul-searching, Joseph decides to silently divorce Mary. In another town, he having reached his limit, as they say, it is then and only then and most of you know what that's like, the 11th hour with God. It is then that God makes clear through an angel. He tells him, don't be afraid to take Mary um, and to accept the child because, and did you hear that? The Holy Spirit 
here we see the triune God. The Holy Spirit has done this. So accept Mary, accept the child. This required great faith and trust in God by Joseph to accept these things. He accepted it on faith. He gave the child his family name. Joseph would not only be the foster father, serving as custodian, if you will, of Jesus physically, but Joseph would also become the custodian, like Mary, of the mystery of Jesus' incarnation by the work of the Holy Spirit. We forget that Joseph had to do this too. He had to hold that in his heart. Emmanuel is what we are told, God with us. Jesus himself would say before he left this world, Behold, I am with you always. All the prophets of old spoke to us about such things. But also what we don't realize is in doing so, it has told us that God was present always. He was there with them in all their trials and in their joys. Overlooked then is the revelation of Jesus Christ, often that God was, is, and always is present. From the beginning, now. And of course, in God, there is no end. So for all eternity. I want you to reflect on Joseph and everything that he had to do also. Because it didn't end with just the birth. He would have to take his wife and son and run because they were after the son from the beginning. I reflect about Husband and father, something that I will never be. But I look to Joseph. And I think about you men who must be husband and father. The responsibility, the burden. And the great faith that it takes also. Mm.